Hello Yo. and welcome to the Sofa Sensei's podcast exclusively on the Aki and Saltfish Digital Network. Come on. You've heard before our friends die and you will hear Cool, Fine, Dumb, Wicked, but this one is different. Rochelle and I, we're no holds barred, okay? We're armchair experts, we're couch coaches, and most importantly, we're Sofa Sensei's. We're going to get stuck into the fight world, what's going on now, and we're going to have special guests talking about their journeys in the fight world. Episode one is out now. And it's by Nico Michael. If you just stay tuned, you're going to check it out. He's amazing. He talks to us a lot about what's going on in his world, how he got into boxing from kickboxing, and he talks about where he wants to be. It's really an amazing conversation. So check it out. We are the Sofa Senseis, and this is the Aki and Saltfish Digital Network. Let's go. Yo, Rochelle. Yo, what are you saying, man? All good, man. Well, listen... This is the first episode of Sofa Senseis, and so far I've been concentrating a lot on Before Our Friends Die, so I'm quite excited to, to crack on with this episode. Yeah, we've got the first fighter. Come on. The first come fighter, on. come on. <laughs> We're joined by local boxer, Nico. So, Nico, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, first of all, you amateur or pro? Uh, amateur at the moment, but... Can't lie, that in in the pipeline, it's gonna be this year. I'll be turning pro. This year, yeah. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> I was speaking to James after my last fight, and he basically just said, after this title fight, the next one. So in April the second, I got a title fight. He said, we'll sit down, and have a chat, and get get the plan moving. So it, sh- it should be this year. Love that. I, I hear Eddie Hearn's number floats around on Twitter every now and then. So if you need us to search it up, <laughs> we can get his number there. <laughs> no, just shout Kieran. <laughs> Kieran will have that speed though. Get it cracking. Um, so you mentioned Kieran there. What gym do you train out of? Uh, I train out of Team Shoebox. In Northampton, yeah? Yeah, so it's, it's a professional gym, but it's full of like, we've got like 20 odd amateurs. Is it? 10 plus pros going on in there. What's the environment like to, to be around that many pros, that many amateurs? It's fantastic. It keeps you going. Like to to see the pro level and the amateur level, they're all all pushing forward for it. So when we when we mix a mix the two groups together, it's just quality. Love man. that. Quality. So, so so you're developing that sort of pro style, even though you're amateur That's so it, far. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of people when I finish fighting or sparring, they they say I'm more fit for pros because of my style. Sick. So. Just love that. Keep it moving. What would you say then for the, for the listeners who don't know, for the, for the genuine sofa senseis and the, the couch coaches and all those sorts of people, um, what's the difference between the amateur style and the pro style? In terms of fighting, or yeah, it's so different because in in the amateurs you've only got three two minute rounds unless you're. I think it's the the open class and the championships is three three minute rounds. Yeah. But when you're coming up against three two minute rounds and then you've got the pros which you, you probably start at four three minute rounds it's yeah. so much more fast paced so it depends on who you're fighting they, they usually come out quite fast and strong but then my fitness just takes them down to be honest yeah so would you say that's one of your strengths then yeah like my, your fitness? my fitness in the gym I'm pretty much like a fitness freak they always say I can just go rounds and rounds Love that. it's that my footwork <laughs> and my power, I ain't gonna lie. Come on. <laughs> when, when we did that science testing the other week, yeah, the results came back last week, and from the strength to the kilo, I was between the amateurs and the pros. I was the first strongest in the gym. Hey, yeah. come <laughs> on. Listen, this green, I can already feel it. This green button's gonna get and hit. That, all day. That, that was my weak hand. Is it? Uh, that, that, that weren't even my strong hand because the power glove was for the for the right. So if I'd have switched it, boy, it would have been top. So what are you um, <laughs> southpawing? Uh, well, I'm orthodox, but okay. I fight both, so I just switch. Six, six, six. Because oh. I start, I started at my previous gym, King's Eve, as Southpaw, and James, who's James Conway, is the current coach of Shoebox. He was there for uh, quite brief when I was there, and when I was sparring, he just said, "You spar better in the orthodox position." So yeah. since since that, I took his word for it, and now I fight both. That's sick, man. What weight are you? Amateurs, fifty four. 54, yeah. so we're talking... 54 kilo, that is. So. Sonny Edwards sort of yeah, in, the pro, yeah. in the pro game. Yeah, I think it is Sonny Edwards in the pro game. Uh, is that um, Martinez as well? Yeah, is he that's, one that of the champions fight, as well. Yeah. That fight's coming up between them two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, look quite like, I like Sonny Edwards. Yeah, he's, he's funny on Twitter. He so makes if me laugh. Yeah, if you haven't followed him on Twitter, follow him. Um, he's always in beef with someone chatting shit somewhere to someone. Who's um, usually with? Um, the one that fought Yard. L- L- Arthur. Lyndon Arthur, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too funny, man. 
Yeah, made me laugh. He, he brings out a good side of Lyndon Arthur, I think. Yeah, because otherwise he's quite a quiet character. But someone like Sonny next to him, he, he brings out the good side of him. So, how long have you been boxing then? Uh, I think it's, it's got to be coming up to seven, six, seven years in boxing. Man. But I've, I've always, always thought I used to kickbox when I was like seven-ish. So I've always had like a like a fighting background, really. But when do you uh, when do you start fighting? Was it? Just seven years ago, or you did kickboxing a couple of uh, kickboxing. I had a few. Well, I had a few. I had a lot of kickboxing, but I don't know if I should be talking about that on here. It's um, all good. You can go for, yeah, it. Go for it. But I went. It was third in the world at that. So that my mum. Oh, got what's me. that? Third, third in the world. In the world. What? You might not know that. No. Nah. Nah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Just during like school days. Yeah, yeah. So I was fourteen. Yeah, I flew out to Greece. Represented Great Britain. Third in the world. Okay. No way, my, man. You've been punching that man for time. <laughs> long, long time. But, so wait, how long? So you were always training then back in the day then? Yeah, but never as, obviously as a kid, it's a different training training level to when you're a man now. So the, the difference in training is so different because then it'll be like, mum, like, yeah, you're going training on Tuesday. You're going, you're going training on Friday, like one hour and here and there. But yeah. now it's like, I'm waking up quarter to seven before work, going to get my sprints and my runs in, depends on what which schedule I'm on. And then work, and then I'm training an hour and a half, two hours in the gym in the evening the same day. Mad. Repeated every day. So it's the only day off I have is Saturday just because I spar on the Sunday. Yeah, I see. So man. it's just flat out Monday to Friday, two, three times a day. And that was kickboxing, wasn't it? No, that was, this is boxing. Kickboxing was just. When was the transition to just boxing? The transition. So I think I was. I did kickboxing since like 14. And yeah. then I took a break from it all, mainly because. I met females, I met party, I met drink. I lived a little. Yeah. And it wasn't until my sister's ex-partner had done a white collar event and my dad was there and he was had a few drinks. And then he was like, oh, I need to see you back fighting red right tear And I thought, you know what, I think I want to do that. So I went back, went back, walked into the gym for the first time at my first gym and I fell in love straight away and I literally said to the coach, listen, the money going one way and I ain't here to have fun. Mm. But I'm here to go pro, yeah. reach the dream, then live the dream. So what was that first walk into the gym like then? I mean, obviously you had that kickboxing experience. Did you feel like you was at home? Did you feel out of I'll tell you what, I thought zone? I'd go in there with a lot of confidence, think I knew what I was doing, but mm. the, the style and the, the sport is, it's not the same. Kickboxing, you jump around a lot, you, you use your legs. Yeah. Boxing, you need to be correct. Because if you're not correct, you're just going to get chinned. Mad. So how yeah. quickly did you learn that, by the way, that lesson of if you're not correct, you're going to get chin. Like, was, was it a baptism by fire or was it someone teaching you that, look, you got the kickboxing background, but let's forget that. How, yeah, how that's that? basically it. That so they told you. It. Yeah, they said, just forget that because you, you can you can bring it in with the confidence and, and the crowd and yeah. the atmosphere. But you can't fight boxing with kickboxing. It's, yeah. it's never going to happen. Have you ever been tempted? This is a silly question, but you ever been tempted <laughs> to just kick, kick my oh, yeah, get asked that a lot, like, especially bam. my dad. But <laughs> even from the very get go, I knew I couldn't use my legs, so it yeah. wasn't even. I didn't even think mainly because my legs <laughs> don't work back. anymore. Oh. Uh, leg, legs are not the same as they were back in the day, man. Yeah. But before, I could just do splits, swing my leg up, kick in the head twice, mm -mm. jump back, flip, and now yeah. it's just about walk down the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very um, similar transition um, as Chantel Cameron. Local. I used to kickbox with Chantel coming around. Okay. The Not so in the same gym, but we yeah. used to be about. So it's the same. Yeah. Same path as Chantel Cameron. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense, man. I see. I, obviously, she used to be a kickboxer, and um, obviously she's a boxer now and world champion boxer. Yeah. So shout out her. But I also think that um, spared her a couple of times. Did you? <laughs> let's, let's let's leave that one off. <laughs> off. So I think as well. Like I always watch her fights. And I think is she ever tempted to just. Fling a leg up and see what happens. But I don't think she would be. Yeah. If, she, if she's got the same same brain as me, which sounds like she has with the whole career, I don't think she'll ever have been tempted. Love that. Straight kick to the face. Oh. It is fun when you land <laughs> one of them. What's the um, What's the hardest thing in training? In training is the hardest The hardest thing about boxing is outside the gym, really. Is it? It's it's mentally draining. It's it's lonely sport. You're on your own. You mm. can't just say open the cup. I open the cupboard just to look at the food and close it. Oh, Mad. So right, it's stressful outside the gym. So making weight is really it's all day every day. It's not just a it, week. It's before. all day every day because you got you got to manage the weight. You can't step too high because then you got to bring it back down. So the cup I usually cut about three three kilo in the last few days. Yep. 
because that's just you just you go by the the size and the and the weight of the food more than the calories. And for reference, three kilos is about three bags of sugar. So how how are you cutting that amount of weight in the last three days? You need to let me know as well. (laughs) 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 Nah, it's a bit of water. Just just like you hit the sauna. Um, I hit the saunas quite often just because I do that after my sprints. I go to Virgin Gym, so I use the facilities there to pay for it. It It's good. But yeah, usually it's, it's you just make the meals smaller. So I'd go from having porridge every morning with a protein shake to two egg whites and one slice of toast. Sorry about that. That's all good, all good. Um, and then lunch would be like a bit of tuna and a bit of salad and then same again for dinner. And then the last day is probably I won't eat nothing really until I've weighed in. Is it? And then as soon as I've weighed sna- in, boy. You're eating good. Yeah. <laughs> straight, I got meal prepped already. Tuna, pasta, all of it, and then just fuel up and then that probably fruit, walk back in the ring. All that weight you've lost, you gain straight away. Yeah, straight away. <laughs> I mean, an obvious question to that, and um, I, I I get it. I see fighters talk about this all the time, but why don't you just fight at a weight where you're eating comfortably? I'd love to, yeah, but no other fighter does that. Yeah. So for me to do that, I end up, I'm not the tallest people, I'm five foot, what, five, five, just about. Yeah. If I walked into, say, I walk around about 57 kilo. Okay. And if I go into a ring now, they're going to be about 5'11", 6 foot. Really? It's, a, it's silly. You know Ryan Conway, Kim yeah. Conway's brother? I think he fights at 57 and he's... Big. Massive. Big yeah, yeah. Not exactly the muscliest, but yeah. it's just so long, it's like... You're not going to get in range or anything? Nah, like yeah, exactly. So, wow. But making making the way, it's not, it's not... I don't find it difficult. It's more brain tiring than anything because yeah. when when you can eat what you want you don't when you can't you still don't yeah, but you yeah. want to more so i end up just watching people eat food on my phone <laughs> but discover, my discover page is ram with people frying food i can't lie i sat in the sauna today for about 20 minutes yeah i come out there I felt like a different man. I, I was so shaky and my body was finished. <laughs> my brain was finished. <laughs> was in there too long, bro. I don't know how you man do it. Just just day in, day out. Just, yeah. I just jump in it just because I find it. I do it in the morning. So I do my sprints. I fall asleep in there for about 10 minutes. Madman. Oh my God. How's your, um, how's your daily routine? How do you fit everything in? Work out, work. I'm assuming, do you still work? Yeah, yeah. I nice work from home now. So it fits yeah. in quite nice. If I went back in the office, it'd cause a massive problem to my... You lose a bit of traveling time, don't you? Everything, like yeah. travel, not even that. I won't be able to go to the gym in the morning before work because I start work at half nine, so I get to the gym for half seven. My office is in Daventry, so it's a good 40 minute drive. Yeah. yeah. So that means I've got to hit gym at 6 a.m. for about 20 minutes just to get to work. So if I went back to the office, it ain't going to work out for me. So, but my day to day is, I've done it that long now, it's so routine. So it's wake up, 6.45, leave at seven, Hit gym, hit my sprints, hit the spa, come home, work. As soon as I finish work, straight to the boxing gym. Finish the boxing gym, come home, eat, bath, sleep, repeat That's every day. Every day. That's a good routine, man. It, to start with, it was stressful waking up every morning and going, but I built it into my everyday life. Mm. It's the habit, isn't it? That's it, yeah. Like, I, don't even, I don't even question it now. I just get up and go. What did they say? What did they say? Like, is it 30 days to make a habit or...? It's yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah I heard that. I heard yeah. that. Mm. But I got on my wall as well when I wake up. The first thing I see is a picture of Lomachenko. He's, yeah. he's Come my on, footwork king. Yeah, fantastic. Mm. That's where I love him. That's my star. I, I tried to fight like him. Never Sick. be as good as... Well, I say that. Come on, man. No, you got say that. He's <laughs> just like a god. But then I've got him there. Then I've got me in the middle. And then I've got Manny Pacquiao on the left just because his work rate of his punch flow is incredible. How important is that visualization? Seeing yourself amongst the Manny Pacquiao's, the, the Lomachenko's, how important is it for you to wake up and see to me, that? That's important because that's the level I want to be. So if, yeah. I don't, if I put myself below that, it's not going to be the same. So I'm, if anything, my, my picture is a little bit above this. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's on. where I want to be. Rochelle, quick question. Yo. So you got a picture of you on your wall. Yeah. Who you put into your left? Who you put into the right? Just out of interest. Anybody or boxers? Anybody, anybody. I don't know, you know, that's a good question, you know. I think we should write that write that on our list. I haven't got anyone right at the moment, to be honest. I, I can't vision anyone. Yeah, it's a tough one. How about you? Who have you got? Um, I, actually, I want to put Jeff like. I, I, was, I, I want to say Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, you know, who, who, who inspires me physically? You know, like, Eubank Jr., his work rate is a bit mad. I'd like that work, right? Like his attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be funny. But you might, yeah, it might be funny. I mean, 
fake hairline, all of that business. Nah. It might inspire me when I'm older. Yeah. Um, and his dad's a joke. Yeah, his dad's a joker. <laughs> Do you know what? Actually, scratch that. Chris Eubanks Sr. I like the way he talks. I like the way he handles himself. You like the way he and talks? And he can fight. <laughs> nah, yeah, no, man. no one has ever said no that. One's no ever one said has that. ever said that. Come on. Eubanks Sr. Let's have some parliamentary procedure. <laughs> oh, yeah? no. Legend. Legend. Oh, no. Have you seen the one he tried to get Skittles? No. He's on that, uh, is it Cocklebot? Oh, st- stupendous confectionery. <laughs> that oh, one there. <laughs> His vocabulary is mad. Yeah, uh, it, I don't know what he's doing, just reading dictionary. He's nuts. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris Eubanks Sr. is the only one I can think of right now. And maybe Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's lit. Someone's yeah. going to cancel me for saying Joe Rogan on my wall, yeah? But whatever, here we are. Yeah, but I don't know, actually. I don't know who to put on the wall, to be honest. That's a hard one to be Malcolm honest. X and Martin Luther King, that's it. If yeah. I was a boxer, straight Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. And Ali, man. Great answer. That's great answer. Got to surround yourself by greatness. It's the only way to achieve. I agree. I definitely agree. So you mentioned earlier that you, you went into the gym, the boxing gym, and you said, look, I'm not here to play around. I want to go pro. What does that, what does that ideal journey look like to you? I mean... Let's step, take a step back. How many amateur fights have you had so far? Amateur fights in total, I've had ten. Okay, so only, only ten amateurs. But I felt like I've had way more. More well, to be fair, my last fight was a complete robbery. But we'll talk about that. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into we'll it now. What, now. Yeah, yeah, what's the record, way. by the way? What, what's the record? Ten the, fights. The amateur record. Yeah. Well, my first gym, that was at sixty-four kilos. That was ten kilo over my fight. Wow. Mind. Yeah. Mm. Probably should never have done that, mm. but I needed to get the experience, and that was. Two wins and two losses at 10 kilos heavier. What's that? Because you, you couldn't find opponents? What was well, it wasn't even that. It was, it was, it was more the gym. Right, okay. Uh, without being bad boy, they just ran yeah. me and said, I've got to fight for you tomorrow. Do you want to take it? I'm eating my dinner. Yeah. I've probably been in the gym a few weeks, but my my mentality was like, I'll take that fight. Yeah. So I took took that fight. And then so after that, I went to King's Eve for a couple of years. So I met James and then King's Eve when just... Went down, like, I think they closed for a bit. So I shouted James, moved to shootbox. He said, you need to be this weight. Hit the weight. So being at shootbox, I'm six and one. Mm. Oh, no, I scratched that five and two because the last fight I got robbed out. Yeah. So let's get into that last fight then. I mean, what went down there and where was it? Because I know it was oh, in a prestigious location. Yeah. Let's talk about oh, that. It was it was, fun. it was amazing. So it was at York Hall in London. So I said, there <laughs> we go again. <laughs> Come on. So for an amateur fight, it was, it, that's crazy. So... It's, that's the British Home of Boxing. So even the entrance, I had a ring entrance, I had music, smoke. What song? And I didn't get to choose the song. Uh, Did you get to choose the song? Not for that one, no. I was a bit disappointed. Oh. But I knew what song I would have choose for that event. What would you have gone for? I would have went for Idris Elba's Luther's theme tune because Idris Elba was there front yes. row watching. Was like, it? Oh, yeah, oh, for that. Oh, I had Idris Elba front row watching my fight for the Tim TV show called Fight School, which is coming out soon. So much can. highlights on that. Because he can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that one before the new for Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so got into this ring and got the, the guy I was fighting was a great, toughest fight I've had so far, mm. but it just wasn't me. Weren't on, my, weren't on my level. So I put him down. I even gave him an eight count. So the only the only bit of the fight he had was the, probably the first 30 seconds. That's just me sessing him out, finding what I'm dealing with. Yeah. After that, it was all me. And then at the end, that one of the judges, my coach, even seen him circle the other corner and my coach looked over and you're bang out of order. Like, he doesn't do that. But like he said, that's a bang out of order decision. Mm. And then I lost on a split 3-2 and I thought, it's a bit, bit rubbish. So but. take us through that then because we've never had, yeah, you've never had an amateur fight, have you? Never. Yeah, we've never had amateur fights, yeah? So how far in advance do you know this is the opponent? Um, yeah. Amateur fights can be as, Close as one day. Like I said, my first fight, I got called up the day before my dinner. So you've mm. always got to be around weight just in case you get called up and how serious you are. But this one, I know about this one four weeks ago because I had a fight two weeks before that as well. That was at Hamel Hempstead on their home show. And I won that one quite convincingly, but still finished on the split. Mm. But it's usually when you go to these away shows, you're up against, I don't know why they do it. They're a bit biased to their own fighters in the amateurs. We we just come in about two three weeks away from Josh Taylor versus um, Jack Catterall, where mm. Jack Catterall seemed to win the majority of the rounds convincingly, but Josh Taylor, who was fighting in Glasgow and is Scottish, got the decision to keep his undisputed uh, one forty championship. So, do you think this is a problem with boxing? I don't know where the problem lies and why it becomes so unfair, but. It must be a problem in boxing. Yeah. It, it happens more than once. It happens way too too often. And in amateur fights, how many judges is there? 
usually three, but this time there was five. Okay. Right. So yeah, there was five five for this your call one, and then uh, afterwards when when they said he won, I, I was like what? Because it was his home show. Yeah. And he didn't say much, and even afterwards when I said call to him, I said look, you you know you just robbed me there, and he went yeah yeah tough fight tough fight. Tough fight, you know. Yeah. Come on. Mm. How did you take that? I took it as still a win because yeah. I knew I won. As soon as I come off, I walked away. Idris Elba came up to me and the first sentence he said to me was, you just got robbed that fight, mate. That was his sentence to me. Six. And then about 10 people in the audience said, you won that, keep your head up, don't let that bother you. But I'm just waiting for the footage because then I, see, <laughs> I went on um, Instagram and their gym uploaded the... First thirty seconds of the fight. Nothing else. Wait, <laughs> you're feeling him out, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, yeah. whatever. Well, no, I still. You watch the video. You still think the guy in the red, me, is still winning that because the other guy was hitting arms, catching every shot, mm. throwing one back, and then um, they they were in the comments saying this, the, tonight didn't disappoint, especially this fight. But you see me, I just commented on it straight away and said, "Look, <laughs> <laughs> I said I weren't happy. I said the decision was wrong. So fair play to your boxer, but the decision was wrong. And back they, yourself, they, man. Yeah, they commented back saying we'll get a rematch soon." So I wait, waited for the weekend to see James. I said James, and he said, he said, just say thank you and we'll take it. So now I'm waiting for that rematch. It was going to be, I think, on the 31st of May we had in line, but we've got Ethan James, pro. He's fighting that okay. day, so I'm going to be there supporting him. So what's your mindset if you get that rematch? What's your mindset going into it? He ain't seen three rounds. No, yeah, he, ain't, he ain't getting to the end of the amateur rounds. I'm, 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 I'm winning that. Yeah, we need we're, to. We're we definitely to. going to that one. Man. <laughs> Come to the next one for the belt. I think it's in Leicester. That's our way, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when's that? April second. April second. East Midlands total. Okay. Yeah. But okay, Russia, if you can make that, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go there for the pot. Yeah. That'll be amazing. That'll be good, man. Because yeah. we, we watched the amateur fight in um, what's the guy's name again? Is it Yusuf Ibrahim? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Yusuf, that was he's trained at NBC when I first started. Yeah, we saw him at uh, in in the Leicester show. I don't even know where. Yeah, where Leicester. I think it was, it was Leicester. Yeah, it was yeah. Leicester. Yeah, yeah. It was then I think he got robbed. I don't want to say robbed. Didn't he win? I thought he won. Nah, he's little brother won. Uh, yeah, 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 he's the brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah, he did get robbed because I thought he, I thought he won the fight. Because so. I could just tell the crowd. I don't know if the judge are the judges from the same town. I think some. I don't think I. I don't really know. I just get in there fight to be honest. <laughs> yeah. To me, it's just the journey <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get to where I want to be, and that's yeah. pros. So it's that experience, isn't that's, it? That's all amateurs is. So the, it doesn't really matter what you get. You need to get the experience of being in a ring, fighting, fitness. Yeah. Because running every day, training every day, isn't the same fitness as fighting. They say box fit is just completely different. It's so different. Yeah. So so different. You know what? Yeah. Talking of um, boxing and fitness, obviously at the weekend we saw two absolute mammoth of human <laughs> beings. Um, to be fair, go a good six times three rounds. So he six minutes, yeah. six rounds times three minutes. And yo, I was impressed. I mean, I know you haven't seen the fight, Nico. I haven't seen it now, but six three minute rounds for their first fight is... And they're huge. Was there a lot of hugging? There wasn't. There I, wasn't I, hugging, I didn't no. see any hugging. To be fair, I was watching it whilst eating in a restaurant, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any hugging. So, you know, props to them. And I saw their man was swinging or throwing jabs for, for, for the whole con continuous fight. So, was it, yeah, yeah, props to them. Easy, six, three minutes. What was his name? Thor. Thor, He yeah. looked like a boxer. Yeah, a bad one. Yeah, Ed, yeah defo, <laughs> but Eddie, I don't know what he was Where doing. Where did he get his name from? Is that from the uh, Marvel? So his actual name is Half, Half Thor. Half Thor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Half Thor. So he cuts he it down. Um, he was in Game of Thrones. Thrones. Not seen it. You never watched Game of Thrones? No, no, no me neither. I, me neither. I watched the first episode three times, fell asleep three times. Oh. I'm, I'm done with this. That's all in Prince, man. One more guy, ride a horse. Yeah. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> so, you, you mentioned you train at um, Shoebox. Does Shoebox mean anything? I always see people, you know. Um, yeah, it does. It does. It, it does. It, so, James Conway, the head coach, um, if you ask him, he would say all he knows is shoes and boxing. Because he, he used to be the the manager at like I think it's churches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's always been in with the shoes, and then he's always at uh, boxing. So his shoe box, shoe that's box. Like Love that. That's good, you know. Yeah. So you know what? We asked name. that question just on a on a you know a random one, and I didn't expect that answer. So yeah, no, nah, yeah, that's that. exactly. It. I had to double check with him, but because I asked, that's one of the first things I asked. Yeah. Him. I said, "Why shoe box?" He went, "Well, it was shoe box, plus it's like a mm. size of a ring." He wanted a small gym to start with. And is it, where's it based? Um, Holston Road. Is it? Is it that close? Yeah, yeah man. Just, you know, wow. No, the Londis. By the Heart of Dustin pub. No. Mm. Hop, you know the Hopping Hair? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just further up. If Hopping Hair's on your left, just further up and it's on your right. Oh, is it? Right, okay. We'll have to actually um, pass by because... I don't know we, 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 we get a session. 
Bro. It's a Monday. That's where I'm going tonight. It's open. Bro. I'm going you go today. Today. Cool. You know, I'm a bit busy today. <laughs> you know they train with the heaters on, so it's like being in the sauna. They train with the heaters on. Trainers with the heaters on. I went Mad. boxing in the summer. I went boxing training in year nine. Yeah, I did like three weeks. Yeah, and it got a bit dark, so I couldn't walk through the park. You mean got dark? Oh yeah, right. I couldn't go through. Mum was like, nah. But, bro, I've never sweated like that before. What from running in the dark or training? Training. <laughs> 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 Mum was shook. <laughs> I started steaming. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm-mm. But Everyone you get was steaming. I was like, right. But that was, what was that? That was, um, what boxing club was that? That was, was it behind Mounts. There's a boxing club. Oh, is that Northampton ABC? It's, oh, it probably yeah, was yeah, ABC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got, when you walk in, there's like the Prince stairs. Naz and all of them, man. You got the stairs. Got yeah, 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 yeah. Upstairs, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what so, I did. I did like three weeks there and all that. Yeah, I've that's never trained got, in my life. I've been in three four different gyms and this is the only gym that trains with heaters on. Oh, that's what it's good for fitness and breathing though so when you go when you've not got that on and you're sparring it's just light work and if you go and fight in Dubai or Saudi Arabia you're going to be prepared yeah, for exactly, it acclimatised yeah, yeah. Um, so you mentioned the science days I wanted what was tested that day because I've seen it it looked, it looked amazing it was it was a good experience really um, it's mainly to see like it was to do with strength speed and power and like the force and stuff and how much how well we perform at the weight we walk in. So I think I started at 57.8, as in that day. So we did done the, the running test. We had to run for five minutes as fast as we can. That's me up. And <laughs> the second time I've done it, I beat my time the first time. And I was like, just short of finishing a mile by like five seconds in five minutes. Mad. I was running. <laughs> and then we had to do some strength ones. So it was like pull up a bar and then you push your feet into these plates on the ground and like these, these then the sports science people that were there that they James got partners with, um, you could see the graphs, so you could see how much you're pulling in that. So we did that, then we had to punch a bag to test our power, and then once we'd done them tests, we had to sweat out, so put layers on in the heaters, and sweat out water weight to dehydrate ourselves, to see then how we can perform without the water weight. Yeah, so that's and weight cutting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt better. As in, uh, when I was more dehydrated than when I was heavy. So I think it's because I was lighter and that. And then they hydrated us again after with the Dyrolite and the correct amount of litres. So I think I went from 57.8, dehydrated down to 55.2, and hydrated back up to 57.8 and retested. That's a lot of water, man. Yeah, it was. was, I could (laughs) drink 3.5 litres straight off. Mad. So what, what do you think... Obviously, one of the big conversations around boxing is you dehydrating your brain, then you're getting in a fight, right? And in a fight, you're going to get hit in the head. Yeah. What are your thoughts around that? Like, does it ever cross your mind about, um, you know, well, the impact of fights? It, when you go pro, you get 24-hour weigh-in. So, okay. for example, when Kieran Conway does it, he, he he does it quite a lot. Yeah. But when he cuts it out, and then once he's weighed in, with the correct people behind you and the correct nutritionist, you can hydrate correctly, ready for your next day. Yeah. But I have seen it at a few shows where I wasn't recently professional show he won this fight but then was stretched out because he didn't hydrate himself properly oh so if you don't do it properly with the right team it's, it is quite dangerous especially if you get hit as well do you know what i've realized as well throughout this conversation you've, you've mentioned like the expertise that you've got behind you you guys are using science you're using the correct methods yeah, to, yeah, to make exactly. sure you're is that important to you and is that important to the gym as well it's important to the gym it's important to me because we need to get we, james likes to build the perfect fire right so in james's mind is he's got a style he's got the perfect fighter can do strength, his speed, he can move, he can footwork. If you've got the science behind it, nutrition behind it, you can't fail. James always says, trust the science. That's one of the things he says. So, Yeah, I agree. That's why he did it. Oshel? Um Next question. What's the plan for the future? Big promoter? Oh, yeah, aim high, dream big. That is where it's got to go. I don't know how it's going to be to start with. That's why I need to have a chat with, with James once the next few fights are done. But you've got Ethan James, who signed with Frank Warren. You've got Kieran Conway, who signed with Matt True Media. Yeah. We've got a few other pros that are signed with MTK. Uh, yeah. I've, only, I've only heard all the, all the three. M, uh, was it MK? MTK. Um, Matt True. Matt True and Frank Warren, Queensbury. I was going to say, I said Warren Buffett then. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got all of them in the yeah. gym. And we've got Errol as well. He does quite a lot of shows in the Fampton. Um, that's one of James's good links. So it's looking promising. It would be good to get that promoted but then you've got to get the right contracts because a lot of these these people they, they, they you can get the big name behind you but you might don't be get, making pennies just don't get signed mm. a contract with Dana White 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 Although with kickboxing check. experience. Hey. Well, yeah, yeah, I do yeah. think consider that, but my face is too pretty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All these, these MMA and UFC fighters, they look butters, man. <laughs> he is all over the place. The qualifier is that. that I, mean. Mean. No, I don't want to cuss him too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loud, but. Well, you mentioned um, Kieran Conway and obviously being signed to Matchroom and being on TV. Um, is that inspiring for you? Yeah, I'll tell you what, I've been on TV before. Yeah? Yes, I know. It was the game, the game. The game, the game show, show, the cube, uh, yeah. Cube. With Philip oh, Schofield. That rings a bell now. Did you, what did you win? What did you win? No, nah, I threw 50 grand on the floor. Oh, three times. No way. Yeah, me and my dad. No. But I'll tell you what, that was sick. So being known on one TV was buzzing. So sick. To do it with a boxing as well, be even through the roof. Put man. on a show. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick, the cube, man. How'd you get into that? Well, I mean, how do you even get on that show? I come home and my dad was like, they're doing applications for, for the queue for two people. Should we apply? I went, yeah, go on then. So I just went upstairs, tap, 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 tap. I said, Dad, we've got to do a video of us two chatting. He went, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I went, you want to go on TV, but you can't <laughs> do a quick, quick minute video. So we did it, messed the video up because he had a little script out. He messed it up and then we started laughing and then sent it in and they rang us straight away. Well, two weeks later. Mm. I said, we loved your video. Then we had to do a couple more auditions. Like We had to play some games at home. Because it was just through COVID times. We couldn't yeah. actually go in to chat to them. So we had to play games, send them off, then send photos of our outfits. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, because I want to know what we wanted to wear. They picked what we had to wear. No way. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Got there, done the makeup, started sweating, took me off, hair dried my pits. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was sick. It was so That's sick. Crazy. Do you know what? It's It's been really interesting talking to you and, and hearing like the way you speak. You're a very natural speaker. And one of the most frustrating things for, for me as a sofa sensei, yeah, bear in mind, we have no experience in the fight world, but we're invested in it from our couches. Some boxers are fantastic, but they're just boring. They're not, you, you they're not great be, talkers. Yeah, that, that's it. You've got, to have, you've got to be able to talk. You've got to, have, you've got to stand out. Yeah. And this is the first time I've done something like this, but it just feels comfortable. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all practice for exactly. like, the TV. But yeah, it's, it's all practical. Imagine you've got Coogan Cassius here with a camera in your face. This is the sort of energy you need. Do you know what I mean? Like Joe Joyce, as much as he's sick, yeah? Amazing no, jab, engine, chin for days, <laughs> but he's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I seen him fight. I want to watch uh, Eubank Jr. versus De Gale. He, yeah, yeah. he was on the undercard and no disrespect, he's, he's dead. It's just, it's boring to watch. you need energy, don't you? Yeah. And, and and look, you, you can. He, he has an undefeated record and he got uh, a silver in the Olympics. Should have been gold. Yeah, yeah, he's so he's, he's He's not accomplished. Crap, he's good. Yeah, but he, I don't buy into him. That's the no, problem. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. If he was headlining, I wouldn't buy it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like everyone needs to become a Connor. Got what? A McGregor. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. does everyone need to become a Connor? AJ's not like that. Actually. Exactly. What, right. what about the John like Joneses or the? Maybe not John Jones' bad examples. Yeah. <laughs> White. White is good. Yeah, Dylan uh, White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch him versus Fury. I've got no tickets. No way. Yeah, yeah. for my birthday as we, well. Oh, oh, we tried to get tickets. We couldn't get them. <laughs> We're doing that queue. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, we joined it. <laughs> Bro, I was 55,000 in the queue. And I, I think I was 82. Wait, I had it on three different browsers. I got in, I got through, and then I didn't want the seats, so I pressed back. You pressed back? It took Bro. me out the queue. You so got I, decent seats? No, no, this was when I tried to get them. Oh, okay. So I got to choose the seats. I go, crap. So I pressed the back button on the browser, not return. So it ended oh. that whole session. But lucky I had two more browsers. So oh, I didn't know you could do that, man. Nor did I until I tried it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah I've got good seats on, on the pitch bit. It's like 210 pound. Decent it? seats, that's, yeah. That's so I look forward to Decent it. Decent price as well. Do you think the fight will go ahead? Yeah, I can't see why. I'm, I'm a little bit um, skeptical, you know. It's Fury's last fight, so he, he didn't even. Uh, I think it's a lie. No, nah, it can't be. It can't be. It can't be. I think that's. I, I think that's how, If if you believe it's Fury's last fight, and you say I'm going to get a ticket because it's last fight, then he's You're done it. his job, innit? Yeah, he's done he his job. He wouldn't have trained to come all the way back to just leave and not with all the belts. And yeah, you, I mean, he's got to fight Joshua. He's got to. Mm. And, then fight, and then retire. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Who do you think wins? What Fury versus Joshua? Yeah, I think I think Fury's probably the smart answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know what? I want Joshua to win, but I just I don't know if he's got it anymore. No, he hasn't I don't got know. it. I don't think he's got it, man. He's, he, he's lost. Listen, AJ's still sick, and he lost to Usyk, who's who's different level to sick. I, right? I, he's I amazing. I always said AJ had always he's always got more to give, and then he did it in the Klitschko fight, and I thought that's that's the AJ I expect to see. Yeah. And after that, it, it didn't do it again. But do you think but it took a bit out of him? Do you think it took a bit out of him the um, Klitschko fight? It would have. He got knocked down, but it also should have. Put him way up because he just beat Klitschko. Mm. Imagine that. An old Klitschko. But you know Klitschko. Yeah, I think no, an old one, an old one. <laughs> he's an old one. Oh, yeah. He was yeah, very, listen, that was yeah, his last was. fight. He was like, what? How old was he? 41 at the time. 41. Yeah. Yeah, but old. Klitschko's still that but guy, bro. 
I'm not being funny. Hey, if man's you, even more right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you if you rolled up to Klitschko right now, you'd be shook. Yeah, I'm, I'm 40, 45 or not. You know what I mean? He's yeah. six foot six, still head chair. Yeah. He probably still got a mad right hand. Come yeah, on. Yeah, he's taking it through the window, man. Yeah, yeah it's long. Fury beat him as well, didn't he? Yeah, but Fury beat him in a way that is like, eh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't him. like Fury then. Yeah. I weren't a fan. Me neither, me he's neither. He's got some shorts hanging down at Sarah's. Well. <laughs> so, <laughs> also, he's swears. Oh, my love. Shit. Yeah, absolutely. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> all good, all good. Trying to keep it PG. So, okay. Um, ha- you, you must watch fights all the time, right? Or you must have watched a lot of fights over your, over your life. Have you ever watched a fight and thought, I wish that was me? I wish I was in a fight like that. As in what fight fighting that person? Yeah, yeah. You was the winner, I'm guessing. See, I'll give you an example. You see, like Hay versus Chisora, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> so they, they had beef in in, in the uh, the lead up. A man glasses him. Um there's all back and forth. They've got a fence between them in the press conferences, all this amazing build up. And then after all that hype, Hay wins. So really, he's he Feels good. Imagine if he lost a fight like that would be like oh, you, you, you bottled him and then you lost a real fight. But he won both the fight on the street and the fight in the ring. That's an amazing achievement. I'd love to have been that guy. Yeah. What about you? It'd probably be that Khan and and Brook fight just recently because they've right. had a thing for time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way Khan carried it like he was a like he was a big man. Yeah. I knew I knew Brook was gonna win that fight. We watched it, didn't we? Yeah, I wanted the mayor to win, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Wanted to win? I wanted the mayor. Yeah, no, I wanted Brook. Just, just, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, just because you know the way Calm was tried to shake his hand at the end, and Brooks said, No, 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 I'll shake your hand, I'll shake your hand afterwards. Yep. After that, I thought, Cool, you've had, you lot have had beef at all. Yeah. You've just warned me as a fan there. We, I ended up watching that um, after my last, second last fight. We took the uh, fire stick with me. So James was like, Bring the fire stick, we've got a TV in the room. So we plugged it straight in Sick. after my fight. It was, um, it was a good fight, to be fair. I thought it would be a lot worse than it was, but it was actually quite entertaining. I'm surprised Calm lasted long. Yeah, he got bullied. Yeah, he, he, got did. Bullied, he got bullied. He lost it. Usually he gets bullied and then switched off, but See to be how fair. how dry <laughs> Calm was when he weighed in. Like no, how it's a couple dry pounds, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah. He was yeah. no water in him. As soon as he got off them scales, he would see him neck that water. And he's not retiring. No, he he's to. not. No, he said he's not. He's well, he's trying to do a rematch. Well, thing is, got there's a rematch clause, yeah? Mm. So if you invoke a rematch clause and yeah. then someone else wants to fight the guy... Basically, he needs to get paid Yeah, you get paid a piece of step aside. So maybe it's a business move, but also I don't think Amir Khan should fight again. No, I don't think he should, man. And nah, I think as Sofa Senses, we're allowed to say that fighters shouldn't fight. A lot of people say we shouldn't say anything because, you know, we're not in the ring and I get it and we're not fighters and I completely get that. But we're Sofa Senses, yeah? We're here to say have an opinion on the sport from our sofas and I think Amir Khan should retire. 100%. Unless he's just going to fight for a bit of change. That's yeah, what I mean, nowadays, what man. That's what they all See, do Joshua nowadays. almost got paid not to fight. Yeah. Step aside Bob 15 mil. could be paid not to fight. That's what He almost said that himself. He said, you know what, like, uh, business is business, but also, like, I'm a fighter. I don't want to, I don't want to necessarily. He puts his life, like, when you're in your box, you put your life into it. It's not just, a, yeah. but you can't be a keep fitter or you're a doer. Yeah. If you took the money, though, everyone's going to hate you. Everyone would have hated you. But, Knowing what we know now, because before this, this was before the Ukraine war, yeah? And now Usyk might not even be ready oh, for yeah, the rematch. The army, so really, Joshua should have just took <laughs> the 15 mil, yeah? I read something earlier. Um, him and, because Lomachenko, I suppose, he might be fighting Cambosis as well. Yeah, that would be an amazing fight. There was something, if you Google it, they're like, they're trying to allow, or they have allowed them to leave the country to train for these two fights. Is it? Yeah, it was literally released like so many hours ago. That would be a great shout. So... It, they may go ahead sooner than we expect. Yeah. Good luck to them because yeah. I'd like to see the rematch. I think, Ooh, I think Joshua probably loses. Basic wins to it's, me. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Unless Joshua comes out and actually throws shots. Yeah, and starches him, I imagine. Yeah, he's just always stationary, man. He's not the same anymore. No, I don't no he's not the same. No, I, I don't think he was. I, I said to Cavani, the only reason why, because his entrance music is not lit. Remember <laughs> back in the day, he used to come with scraps yeah, and yeah. all that, man. Now it just comes up with just happy music and all that, man. I it's think he needs to go back. too humble with it. He needs to go back to the hood. Yeah, he needs to go back to the hood. Nah, that's not Come I couldn't have that. Yeah. So, talking to AJ, I listened to a podcast earlier from the PR guy from Matchroom, and he was saying, like, boxing changes lives. AJ was um, doing what he was doing before boxing, and now... Um, what was he doing before boxing? I can't remember. He, he went jail for a little while. He, he, had, he had a tag or something. He was on roads. Yeah, selling something. Or I think mean, the story is that um, his cousin took him to boxing and then he became good at boxing and then that's what happened. Yeah, I think I think it was something to do with weed, right? So he went, Yeah, I think, he, I think he was doing this thing on the road. Imagine you owe AJ money for weed. It's long. <laughs> 
It's long, bro. Yeah. He's six foot six, yeah, but two hundred fifty pounds, <laughs> bro. Just take the money in it. Whatever you want, you want, you want a phone, yeah. Here's the phone, bro. The, the funny story that I watched another podcast, and it's back in the day when AJ, before AJ was AJ, yeah, he was in a club and there was an altercation, and that brother just saw AJ taking off heads. Well, good as he should, <laughs> as he should. You shouldn't be fighting a man that big anyway. Have sense. Um, um <laughs> uh, what I was gonna say was. Do you think boxing changed lives? Has it changed your life? Has it changed anyone you know's life? It definitely changes lives because it's quite stereotypical, I think, boxing. People think boxing and they expect people to come from nothing. Mm. Like, you come from, you see a lot of films based on it. A lot of people, like, for example, Mayweather, Pacquiao, they, they literally come from nothing. So for me to get into the sport, I don't come from... Sorry, my phone again. All good. I don't come from nothing. Like, I've got a roof over my head. I'm grateful for that, but... My mum tripped me in fighting when I was seven just because I was too hyper and I love the sports. I'm mm. in it because I simply love it. I see it as I can make money from this. Like, that's the main reason I got back into it. A, I love the sport. B, I'm good enough to make money. Mm. So if I can make money in headline, then I'm going to do it. But, yeah, sick. Rochelle? Um, but you, should we, I share the same mindset as... There's a lot of, well, all the people in that gym. We've got loads of us. Josh, Tysell, do you know, heard of them too? No. They're amateurs, Josh Nagy, Tysell, Ramos. We're, we're full of them, SK. Like, we've all got the same mindset. So yeah. when you surround yourself with those people, you're always pushing to do better, not the people that go there that say, I can't bother to be here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. None of us are like that. We might hear, I'm hungry in the gym. Mm. I've not had dinner yet. When did you last eat? How much do you weigh? Like, mm. But we all have banner. It's like a family, so... To go there is not a chore in my life. I'll go there to better myself in boxing to get one step closer to where I want to be. So a couple of questions then. Obviously, you mentioned about making money and a big part of making money in this sport is about having that profile. So um, just for, for your benefit, say your Instagram. Say Where, where can people find you? Well, that's it. My Instagram, Nico Michael, N-I-C-O-M-I-C-A-E-L. But yeah. that's it. To get the big fights, you need the big followings. So yeah, absolutely. Things like this. I'm trying to get myself out there, just trying to put as many stories, posts as I can out there, win exactly as many that. fights, get the right material, get the right logos created and get the sponsor. I've got a few sponsors lined up ready to, they're really messaging me wanting to sponsor me, but I'm waiting to actually turn pro to put that on the shirts because that's when I'll get a new kit. Okay. So... You don't get sponsors at Amazon. No, you can. Yeah. Uh, Josh has got some. Tyrell's got some. Okay. I mean, sponsors. You can be for all sorts of things. For example, free food after a fight. But currently, I mean, sponsors would be great for me. But I work still. So currently, what I can I can manage what I do right now. Whereas mm. When I go pro, I need to put more time. I need. I'm going to need more sponsors when I go pro. Who are you sponsors at the moment? I've got none at the moment, but oh, I've got sorry. a few ready to come into it. For example, uh, Project U, Charlie G's Barbershop. Okay, okay that. He's yeah, interesting. Yeah. He's been my boy from school. <coughs> That's it. Um, another lad's got this next-gen car insurance thing in, in the pipeline. Um, don't think I should be saying these in case anyone else tries to mix them. Well, listen, yeah. you've shouted them out on the podcast now, so they better sponsor you. We look forward <laughs> to seeing it on the next fight kit. And a free haircut. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Um, and worst-case scenario, we can edit this out. But let's say you're fighting Rachel, yeah? I want you to call him out right now on the podcast. Let's let's test out this this boxing vibe. <laughs> oh, no. hey, you're a pussy, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say, bro. In case he bangs me, man. Hey, I'm ready for it. Uh, I love that. Love that. You're a pussy that. on my pod. <laughs> <laughs> on your mic, you said that. You know. Get to heavyweight. Get to heavyweight. Right. Get to heavyweight. <laughs> pussy. <laughs> what does boxing bring to your day to day life? Like, does it? You know, do you notice that your confidence is bigger, your coordination? Does you know? Do you know um, like your nutrition is on point? Well, my, I've always been good. I'm strict. I'm determined. So when it comes to dieting, I know what I need to eat. I know how many calories I got to take in. So it's, it brings a lot of stress because I can't do the things I want to do. I can't just go out for a nice meal with people. Yep. Especially when I'm coming up to a fight, I can't just open up the cupboard and eat. I'll come home and. Parents might have a Chinese on the table mm. and even a chip I won't even touch because one will lead to two, will lead to three, will yep. lead to four. So it's things like that. It does bring a lot of stress. Like it's, con it's constant on your mind. You walk past the mirror, you do a quick shadow box. You look at your walls, you see people, you go on videos, you look at your history. It's all, my life is boxing. Yeah. So especially with my girlfriend, she she loves it and hates it at the same time. It's bittersweet. How do you manage that? Like, and how, what, what are her thoughts around you boxing? Um, to start with, I don't think she knew how serious I was with boxing until I went 
on my birthday, she went, was going to go for a meal later. I went, look, I'm going boxing. Yeah. I'm going for a meal out. We had a little tip for town. I said, listen, if you can't deal with this, we've got, mm. we've got to sort, sort oh, yeah. this out. <laughs> and that's when she realised it was serious. It's a sacrifice you really got to make, it, isn't it? It's a sacrifice. Like, mm. I love my girlfriend. I love my sport. But this is a dream I've got to chase and I'm going to chase it. And she's there by my side with me. So no, That's sick, man. That's a good mentality. That's it. Yeah, love yeah. that. Right, well. There was more I had on that question. I forgot what you started off with. That's all right. I'll jump back into it. One second. So the question was, um, what does boxing bring to your day-to-day life? So confidence, coordination, nutrition. What was I going to say? I had a few more things to say. Do you go in a room and do you, like, do you just feel confident? Because worst case that's scenario, that's you, you can scrap. Like, worst yeah, case. that's it. I was at, um, it was my boy's birthday. Um, we went out in London. This must have been six weeks ago. Again, I had a fight in two weeks. So I was just out drinking water. Mm. So I, I can do that. I can go out now. I can have a good time just by having water and just having right, a good yeah. time with them. But one of my other boys, we were, he was a fighter as well. We were saying, like, people said they barge past us because we're not the biggest of people. Mm. I think, you don't know me. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to hype up to you, but I think you, you can't judge a book by its cover. Because you could, I could walk past and nudge someone and think you just look like a little gimp. Mm. It'd probably take not my head off, but someone else's head off. Like, yeah. You can't. So I don't know how people see me because, as you said earlier, I can chat. I'm a nice person. I'm fun. I'm happy, but I can switch on. Mm. So in terms of that aspect, it's like people need to be careful who they fuck with. Really. What's your show? That sounded mean though. Yeah, it's scary, bro. Yeah, it's true because it, it, people <laughs> say it. They, they walk past you and I think you're just a dickhead. Like it's happened. I'm not gonna come and say fight me, am I? Like, yeah, yeah. Lose your license. At the end of the day, <laughs> you got bigger things to worry yeah, about yeah, now. Yeah. You, you got you got a longer, long term career to consider. But it's that ability to be able to walk in a room must be very interesting. Did you walk in here and think, oh yeah, I'll take come yeah. back then, Rashford? He's already. Nah, <laughs> I think I don't know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Listen, we have to get the dog, man. <laughs> nah, I love your dog. You know what? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, good dog. sometimes I think I'm a fighter. Yeah, I feel like oh, I take off people's heads. Yeah, whatever. But not not on a boxing level for I, thirty I, seconds. 30 seconds, baby. A good 30 seconds. That's a long time, though. <laughs> It'll be a good 30 seconds. I, I, do you know, over COVID, I picked up a boxing bag yeah. uh, from some guy was selling on Gumtree, picked it up, yeah. And I looked at him, I was like, nah, you know what? I'll take your head off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? For a minute, guess what? He started banging the boxing bag, like knees, everything, man. You can't judge a book. No, you, you, can't, you can't. You can't. He was telling me he was like champion from back home. I don't know if he was. But he didn't was, look it, did he? No. No. No, but he was a small guy. I judged him, but he would take everyone's head off. What was his ears like? Now he had normal ears. Right, you can't even tell these days. You can't even tell. Yeah, he didn't do UFC, man. That man just... I remember through, through COVID, I went to... Um, when the first like, no lockdown, obviously all gyms went shut, and I yeah. thought I need to do my runs, but I need to train, so... Punching up people on the street. Nah, I, went, <laughs> <laughs> I went to a tyre place and just um, spoke to them and took three old car tyres, and there's a pub on the back of my house, and I spoke to them, so I drilled these three tyres and hung it up at a climbing frame. And created my own Sick. circuit in the pub garden. So I, I had all sorts of stations. I had my ab station, my shadow box station, my run station, my bag station. Where's so that just, bag now? That that tire bag. Where is it now? I think it's still in my garden now, just on the floor. Would you, would you use it again? Because listen, I'd that might be a way. You know, again. it worked. It was perfect. But the 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 pub's been taken over now by different owners, so they took down the climbing frame that mm. I attached it to. But I can work with that. Yeah, I can see some social posts that we can do. Training on a tire bag. Yeah, I can see oh, it. The oh, yeah, we'll I get back to it. You, I saw it for you. Yeah, we'll sort <laughs> them out. That's another thing you said a second ago, actually. You mentioned um, you seen someone fight and you was going to do the bag or whatever. For me, I've always been a fighter. Mm. So from the age of seven, I, all I know is fighting. So for me, when you said that, I actually thought to myself for a second, if I didn't fight, I don't know how I'd see or how I'd feel. So wait, it's, wait, quite, it's so, quite different. So it's a big part of your just day-to-day, who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, it just seems to be it. So you don't wake up or go boxing, for example, or do any sort of fighting. So for your day-to-day, it's going to be so different in the way your brain yeah. wants to be so different to mine. It's quite, quite mad. Well, you know what then, actually, now you've said that, you've made me think of another question. So obviously this is all you know. And God willing, you're going to have an amazing pro career. What happens after boxing for you? And I, I get it. You might not be able to answer this because I'm asking you to think about 
way too far ahead. But what happens after boxing? Are you going to stay in boxing? Is that always the plan? I I think I'll always have something to do with boxing. Something to do with yeah, definitely. Either if it's coaching or yeah. or if I have my own child, male or female, I'll probably get them into some sports if they enjoy it. So I think it'll always be a part of my life. But yeah, I aim, aim to be big and retire wealthy. That's the plan. I still, I still got good well, boxing and computers. Is probably all I know. Yeah. I can solve Rubik's cubes and ride unicycles, but. There's skills there somewhere. I mean, look, get in, get rich and get out. That's the plan. Pretty much. Well, yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. Love that. Well, Nico, it's been great talking to you. Awesome. Um, you this too. has been Sofa Senseis on the Aki and Saltfish Digital Network. I've been Kavan. I've been Rash. And we've been joined by Nico. So thanks for your time, Nico. Don't forget to give him a follow on Instagram. It's at Nico Michael. And uh, follow his journey. He's going to be turning pro very, very soon. And when's your next fight? Uh, April 2nd. April Leicester 2nd. For the East Midlands title. East Midlands title. In Leicester, make sure you go check him out. Where, where can people get tickets and all of that? They're going to be on the door. Um, I've got the venue on my phone. Just give me one second. Yeah, take your time. No worries. And while we're getting that, if you enjoyed what you heard today, feel free to check out the other podcasts that we've got on the network. We've got Before Our Friends Die. We talk to people all around the world about what they're good at and what we want to know about them. So check that out. It's very interesting. And we've also got Cool Find Done Wicked about the music world. But this has been Sofa Senseis and Nico. Where can they find you and where can they get the uh, the tickets for your next you fight? You can find my Instagram or Snapchat but mainly Instagram is what I'm active on. That's Nico Michael. Uh, April 2nd It's going to be at the Freeman's Common in Leicester near the football ground. And the tickets would be about fifteen pounds, but it's going to be a big turnout. There's there's loads of people coming down from Northampton. It's going to, it's going to look like my home show. Love that. Can't be far for the belt. You got Tyrell defending his belt, so it's going to be a big big night from Northampton. And then show for sure. This is going to be out very very soon. So thanks for your time. Really appreciate it, night, cool. Nico. Take care. Love, Catch you next Take time. Easy, man. Love. So Rochelle, there it is. We just had the chat with Nico. How did you find it? Yeah, man, it was good. You know, he's. Every, I think you know what? Yeah. Like we mentioned in the chat, a big part of being a boxer and getting people to buy into you is your personality. And Nico's a great talker. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And um, one thing we want to mention as well, after we pressed stop recording. Oh, we had so many good guys. We had an amazing conversation with Nico. Sometimes you have the best convos when it's not recorded. For sure. And we're going to get into that in another episode. But I think we definitely want to invite Nico back for a part two. After his win, 100%. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Um, April 2nd, he's going to be fighting. Um... A lot of people from Team Shoebox want to jump on as well, so we're going to get them involved, and you're going to hear a lot more from Team Shoebox on the Aki and Selfish Digital Network podcast, Sofa Sensei. So be sure to stay tuned in. Obviously, if you want to keep in touch with us, we are Aki and Selfish on all social media, as well as Aki and Selfish at gmail.com. So please do get in touch, ask us questions, ask to join in. We'll happily invite you to the location and get you recorded. So this is what it's about. Sofa Sensei's talking about the fight world. We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. And uh, until next time, take care. Peace, love.